Hey, what's up everybody, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Paranormal Activities with your host, Ben Axe. I hope you all had a great couple of weeks here. The holidays have just passed us and it is now officially 2021, so we made it. I'm glad we all pushed through, and here we are. So I hope you all had a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, all of that good stuff, and I hope you have a great new year. Uh, so yeah, guys, this is the first Paranormal Activities of 2021. I'm going solo tonight. Uh, no guest, nothing fancy, just me talking. And I do have to thank all of you guys for for bearing with me. I take random weeks off here and there, uh, you know, but life happens. So I'm glad you all just kind of bear with me and, and keep listening. I really, really appreciate it. You guys are phenomenal. Uh, so yeah, so huge thanks to you guys. And I do have to say this episode tonight is dedicated to my cat, Moo. Unfortunately, she passed away last week, and so dedicated to her. For those of you who know me in real life, you may have met her, but for those of you who know me from my first podcast I ever did with my wife called The Moose Point, uh, you know, we named that show after her, did right around 100 episodes before we moved on. But yeah, so this episode tonight is going to be ad-free, advertisement-free, sponsor-free, all dedicated to Moo. So... Yeah, that's that's where we're at in life. And again, because of her recent passing, uh, tonight's episode is going to be kind of geared towards the haunted after animal afterlife or the paranormal pets or whatever you want to call it. Uh, paranormal pets are something that I've never really experienced. I grew up with animals my entire life, primarily cats, and I have a dog now who is still alive. <laughs> but uh, all that being said, I never really experienced anything paranormal animal related here until recently now i know this is a recent loss in my life so it could very well be in my head but i will let you guys uh decide that so yeah i'm hoping i am recording the video and audio i'm hoping i can upload the video of this show up to my patreon page um i'm not sure if i'll be able to or not i'm not very tech savvy so we will try Uh, but yeah appreciate you all listening here in all of your favorite audio platforms whether it be amazon music whether it be pandora whether it be Apple, whether it be Stitcher, whether it be Spotify, we are everywhere. So whatever you listen to, I appreciate you listening on that platform. All right, guys. Uh, I know it's been a couple of weeks now. And so basically, I'm just going to tell you I have one paranormal activity that had happened to me a couple of weeks ago uh, in between my last episode and this episode. And it's not animal related, but then the rest will be. So let's just get right to it. This one's kind of weird, too. This is right around two weeks ago. Maybe the week of Christmas, right right around then. I was sitting at work, and I work every day, um, you know, 7, 8 to 3 p. And I sit in my office a lot of times. Actually, I have my own office, and then in the office next to that office is the security office with, like, all the cameras and stuff. And I was in there, look, you know, doing whatever I was doing. And a lot of times, like I'm doing right now, if you're watching the video, if, if it's available, um, I have pens in my hand all the time and I'm typically very fidgety, very ADD and I tap a lot. I do that quite quite often. It's because of my ADDness or, or whatever. And I was sitting there you know doing this and then I don't know where because I just do weird things, right? I do. And then about three seconds later I hear and what was interesting about that is there was nobody around <laughs> like in that, in that same office area it's my office and then the property manager's office and then the engineer's office and then the uh, and then the property director's office so there's like three or four of us at any given time but on this time in particular there was literally 
nobody around. Um, I was sitting back in that area by myself and there was nothing near me or no way that anybody could hear that and make that sound. It was also interesting interesting is when I heard that that came from like the wall in front of me and the wall in front of me leads into the conference room, which there's also nobody in. And those doors were locked because I make sure I always lock those doors. (laughs) So there's nobody in the conference room and there was nobody around my office at all. I'm just sitting there doing my thing with my pen. I hear the tap, 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 tap. And then on the wall behind me or in front of me, I guess, tap, tap. Like, what? And so that was, I heard it very distinctly. And I got up and I walked around. I checked all the other offices. I checked the conference room and there was nobody around. I tried to recreate it. I did it again several times, actually, uh, you know, probably the rest of that day, honestly, just at separate times. I just did it to see if anything would happen again. And it did not. It was a one and done deal. It can't be an echo. Um, I don't know what it was. But if you guys remember, if you have listened to previous episodes, this is the same place of employment where I walked, I turned a corner in one of the offices upstairs, the professional offices or whatever, and there was a dart laying on the ground that matched all of my other dart stories from my neighborhood that in my car and Walmart parking lot in my back patio that just kept showing up there for a while. And so this isn't the first time I've experienced something weird at work. But it was, I think, the first time I've heard something that distinctly tapping back at me, <laughs> if that makes sense. Uh, so, yeah, guys, that was pretty, pretty wild. And that was, I believe, that was the week of Christmas. Uh, but yeah, so there was that story. And then, unfortunately, the week after that, Moo passed away. And so here's where we're going to get into some of the animal aspects of this and again i've never experienced anything animal related and to be honest i wasn't sure if that was even possible i'm not sure how animal spirits work i believe i want it to be possible that's because there is you know definitely energy there there's a lot of love there and a lot of emotion there if you guys have animals you know oh now my cat's yelling at me she's in the office with me right now but you guys know that they're my other cat. I have two cats. The one died, one's still alive. <laughs> Just so you guys aren't confused. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of love there. There's a lot of emotion there. So I believe it's definitely possible in certain situations for for the animals to pass over and kind of kind of keep hanging out. And there are several people on the internet with those same stories. And here in just a little bit, I pulled up an article here. I'm going to read some of the stories to you guys just regarding animal paranormal experiences. Uh, but yeah, so Moo died on Tuesday. And that's pretty rough. You know, my wife has had her for 15 years or so, and I've had her for the last five. So it was pretty sad. You know, shit happens, but it was really sad. And uh, so we came home and we drank a little bit. And then we went to bed. We didn't sleep all all that well. It was a little bit different atmosphere in the house, you know, and even the animals, our other cat and dog, also were a little off, still are. Uh, but, you know, that's life. And right around 3 a.m. that night, um, I'm just laying in bed, and the dog is in our bed with us, and our other cat, Skexy, she was in her cat tower sleeping where she typically sleeps. Uh, you know, she doesn't really sleep with us in the bed. She sleeps on her tower. And that's where they were. And I just hear a deep meow coming from downstairs. And like we had our the way our house is set up, one, it's all wood floors, so... Noise in this house travels very, very easily, and you can pretty much hear anything going on. That's probably why I can hear these taps so well around my house. <laughs> it's because noise travels that easily, that distinctly, distinctively. And I can't talk tonight, man. Uh, 
but yeah, so I'm just laying there. Have, we have the TV on, but it's on very, you know, gently or low or whatever. And I just hear a meow, like deep, deep meow. That's my best cat voice, by the way. And I was like, huh. Looked around. Like, that was probably just in my head. And I say that to myself now even. Like, I don't, I'm just saying it just because it happened. So that's what I'm telling you guys. But it's very possible that that was just in my head, which is fine. If it was, it was. I don't know, but I heard it. So maybe I'm going a little crazy. I don't know. Uh, so that was the night of. That was last Tuesday night at 3 a.m. Well, I guess technically Wednesday morning. Dur, dur, dur. But, uh, but yeah. So that that happened. And then, um, I don't have, actually, I wrote notes down here so I don't forget things. <laughs> but uh, I heard a meow again two days later. And this one was not as, maybe it was in my head, maybe it wasn't in my head. I heard it. And the same scenario we were in bed, the cat was passed out on her tower, and this one I heard, and it seemed closer. And that's when I was like, well, shit, that was definitely not in my head, because it was distinct, I wasn't even a little asleep, I, was wo- I wasn't drinking at all, I was more aware, and I definitely heard it. <laughs> and I told Danae about that, and Danae has told me that she's also heard a, a different meow other than our current kitten in the house since she passed away last Tuesday as well. So I was like, huh, that's interesting. But again, it's raw and it's emotional. So those could be in our head. I want to say for sure those were ghost experiences. And if anybody asked me if I heard a ghost, a cat ghost or whatever, I would probably say that story, but also be like, eh, it's, it's questionable at best. You know what I mean? So that's cool. No problem there. However, here's, this was weird. Saturday night, I did not drink any alcohol at all on Saturday night, nor did I take any kind of pills, medicine, NyQuil, DayQuil, Zoloft, uh, what allergy medicine do I typically take? What's the green one? I don't know, my wife buys it. But I was on no allergy medication, I was on no alcohol, I was completely sober. Saturday night, I'm brushing my teeth in the bathroom, and I hate to admit how early it was, (laughs) because it was Saturday after New Year's, but it was probably right around 9 o'clock. I was a big loser this New Year's. We got really drunk on Friday and watched Armageddon and a couple other movies. And on Saturday, we didn't do anything. So, you know, I was completely sober, completely in in my right mind. 9 p.m. on Saturday night, I'm sitting in the bathroom brushing my teeth. And I hear a dog bark, like a super loud dog bark. It sounds like it came from the bathtub. That's how close it was. I'm brushing my teeth in the bathroom sink. We have a very tiny bathroom, and I hear a loud-ass dog bark, and it sounds like it's right in my ear. Very distinct, very deep, very loud dog bark. And one thing I have to mention, yeah, we have a dog. But one thing, he never barks, and when he does bark, it's very raspy, and he was in the bed with the neigh. So, but I heard that dog bark, I'm like, holy shit, like I jumped up and I was like, what's he barking at? So like, I, cause the bathroom was right next to the bedroom. So I ran into the bedroom to see what he was doing. And he was laying there passed out under the blanket with the nail. Like there was no way he did that bark. He was like, I, I ran in there and he like, he didn't even raise his head. His eyes opened and just like raised his eyes at me. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, what the fuck? So like, I like tapped the nail and she was already asleep. Like, did you hear a dog bark? She was like, No. And, like, we do live in a duplex, but our neighbor doesn't have a dog. However, she did have a dog. I just realizing this now. She did have a dog that passed away a few months ago. And that dog never really barked either. Like, I mean, we never heard him when we were here. But even, yes, yeah, so even if she did have a dog in that house, we 
never heard it when when she did have it. So there is no way it was a dog in the neighbor's part or duplex. No idea. And that was that one kind of freaked me out because I have never heard a dog bark that close to me when there was no dog around, <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was pretty wild in my in my humble opinion. So, and those those are all pretty back to back cases. You know, it was one cat, two cat, then one dog. And that yeah, that dog bark is going to stick with me for a while. It was pretty, <laughs> it was like, what? I don't understand. It made no sense to me whatsoever. Uh, but that's that's how it goes. And then I have one more cat story, uh, cat ghost story, I guess. And it's actually from this morning. Every morning I wake up at around 5.30, 5.45, and I walk down the stairs to get my coffee going. And... Typically, since we've got the kitten, Gexie's kitten, she will lead me down the stairs sprinting or she'll come chasing after me down the stairs behind me. So usually she's either in front of me or she's behind me. Uh, and also, generally, I turn. No, I don't turn the light on because then he's sleeping. Yeah, so I turn the light on downstairs. I walk down the steps in the dark, but I always have the bathroom light on. That's my routine. I have a weird routine. <laughs> so I guess I'll explain it. So I get up, I go in the bathroom, turn the bathroom light on. So like the Light's not blaring into the bedroom, but it's enough light to get me to the stairs. I can walk down them to turn the downstairs light on. And typically, like I said, Skex is behind me or she's in front of me. So this morning I'm walking. I assume she's in front of me. I hear the beats like, a, you know, the the sounds of little paws running on the floor. I assume it's her. I had no question in my mind. I didn't see her, but I was like, oh, that's that's going to be Skex. And then I got to the steps and I hear down the steps, the same noise going down the steps. Like, oh, and I even swear to God, I, I saw a black blur, which could easily be disputed. I understand. But like, I swear I saw movement. Uh, but whatever. So I'm walking down the steps. I hear that noise. And I turn the corner. I turn the light on. That leads into the dining room, living room, kitchen area. And uh, I see no cat. But again, I assumed it was Skex. She's little. She's fast. I assume she hit this floor running and went and hit somewhere to jump me in a second. So I walk down there. Still don't see her. Typically by now, I see her. But I get the coffee going, still don't see her. And then I hear the noise coming down the steps. I'm like, wait a minute. So I walk to the steps, and here she comes Skex coming down the steps, turns the corner, comes down the rest of the steps. And then she's like, what's up? I'm like, I could have sworn <laughs> she was already down here. Uh, but she wasn't. So I don't know what that was about. That could be in my head, I guess. But I'm telling you, I heard it this morning just 13 hours ago from when I'm saying this. So, I don't know. I thought that was pretty weird. But those are my paranormal pet personal stories, all within the last week, all within the last six days. I was drunk, I will admit, for the first one. I will have alcohol in me anyway. But these these last ones, no idea. Very distinct, especially that dog bark. That was wild. So, what do you guys think? Have you guys ever experienced any paranormal haunted... That's not right, right? Any paranormal pet stories? you had an animal who you had for a long time that passed away and you still saw them, heard him bark, anything like that, let me know. Hit me up on Twitter at uh, Paranormal. What is my Twitter handle? Paranormal Activities. At Activities is my Twitter handle. Email me at ParanormalActsPodcast at gmail.com. And let me know, guys, because I would love to hear them. Because up until recently, that wasn't something I really took all of that seriously. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. 
So we still have a little bit of time left, so I thought it could be kind of fun. I found just a little website here called BarkPost.com, and it has like a little list of short stories of spooky dog stories that that talk about dog dog ghost. Um, the title is Nine Spooky Dog Stories That Prove Casper Wasn't the Only Friendly Ghost, and it was written by Christy Zizo. So I did not look these stories up and do all the research on myself. Christy Zizo posted them to BarkPost.com, and I'm just going to kind of read them here to you. <laughs> so I thought some of them were pretty interesting. And, and then again, these stories kind of validate, you know, the pet's experiences. And, and I kind of mentioned, you know, at first I didn't believe necessarily believe in them just because it doesn't make sense to me. But then at the same time, it does make sense to me. And I was thinking about it. And like I already mentioned, there's a lot of love there, a lot of emotion there and a lot of energy there. And in my experience and my opinions, energy can't be destroyed or isn't destroyed. And it just hangs out elsewhere, whether it be interdimensional, whether it be another plane of existence. I don't know how it all works. Um, sorry, I'm making all kinds of noises over here with my headphones. I don't know how it all works. But I definitely believe after thinking about it, there's no reason why, you know, that kind of love would go away. If, if human love doesn't go away, then animal love would be the same. And realistically, I feel like those animals love us more than we love them even because, you know, that's all they know. So it's probably even more direct and passionate. So maybe that's that's why. But uh, let's get going here. So here is the first story from from BarkPost.com. It takes place in Nashville, Tennessee, and uh, there is one that's kind of interesting here. So according to Ghost Dogs of the South, there is a dog named Preston who accompanied some trick-or-treaters when he saw a boy trying to pick up candy they dropped in the road. Preston saved the boy by knocking him out of the path of a speeding car, but Preston was hit and passed away. Now, every Halloween since, which has been 50 years, children have reported seeing or bumping into a dog on the side of the road while trick-or-treating going from a house slowly, going slowly, slowly from house to house, not accompanied or anything like that. So could that be a ghost dog? Uh, could be, could not be. I don't know, but it's pretty interesting in my opinion. Uh, so who knows? This next one I thought was pretty, pretty cool myself. It is called, this is considered to be the oldest ghost story in America. And it takes place back in the 1700s. And the story says that Charles Howard Sims was attacked by a man, sorry, attacked by a man after a night of drinking and bragging about the amount of gold he had. That shows how long ago that was if he's bragging about gold. Anyway, Swims went down swinging, and with him was his dog, believed to be a blue tick hound or an English mastiff, if that matters to you. The two fell on a rock along the road, his dog uh, fighting to save his master. The robbers buried the gold, but when they returned to get it, they were attacked by a large blue tick hound. Uh, so to this day, some people believe that that same dog attacked, you know, came back to life and attacked the guys who, who stole the gold. I don't know, man. That one seems a little bit more far-fetched to me, but I like the revenge story aspect of it. So I am not totally against it, <laughs> if that makes sense. All right, guys. So you guys tell me what you think. Again, some of these kind of far-fetched, some of these maybe not far-fetched. So here's the next story. The Los Angeles Pet Cemetery is a 10-acre memorial park in Calabasas, California. It's home to the famous and not-so-famous deceased pets of California. Among the animals interred here, Tawny, the MGM lion, and one of the PDs from the Little Rascals movies. You know, I've actually heard of this. 
after that pet cemetery, I knew the MGM lion was, was, uh, was there. But so here's a story from there. Kabar was Valentino's great Dane. It's said that when the matinee idol died in 1926 in New York, Kabar suddenly let out a horrible howl. He was 3000 miles away at the time. I'm not even sure if I'm reading that right. Cause that doesn't make sense to my brain. Um, Sorry, guys, my computer just jacked up as I was trying to read. I feel like it skipped on me there. Let's start over. Let's start over that Kabar story, shall we? <laughs> it definitely skipped, and I didn't notice. <laughs> so hop along to Cassidy's horse, Topper, and Kabar and Ru- Rudolph Valentino's dog. So here's the story. Kabar was Valentino's Great Dane. It's said that when the matinee idol died in 1926 in New York, Kabar suddenly let out a horrible howl even though he was 3,000 miles away at the time. Kabar died in 1929 and was laid to rest in the cemetery. Since then, visitors to the pet cemetery report hearing barking and panting near Kabar's grave. Some say that they've even been licked on the hand. And that one I've heard before. And uh, that I could believe. I could believe like a pet sensing the death of, of a loved one. Um I could even see that with, with our dog Crowley. Like once he realized that, that Moo wasn't coming, like he knew something was wrong with her and he was really nervous about her, especially the day of that she died. And then we didn't come back with her. And I think he knew, but I also think he was like hopeful that she would come back. And then once he realized she wasn't, he's been pretty sad ever since. So I don't know. I can definitely feel that they, they know some stuff that we don't, uh, but pretty crazy. All right, guys, one more story here for you before we wrap up this pet sad theme. I'm just reading all these sad stories and talking about these animals. I'm like bumming myself out here. So I'm going to finish this episode up and go get me a, a beverage of some sort, I think. <laughs> but uh, one last one for you. So Gettysburg, Pennsylvania is allegedly one of the most haunted places in America. The city is the site of the bloodiest campaign in the American Civil War, and thousands of people died, and so did at least one dog which is probably the most sad part of war, watching the animals die. It's no fun. But a Confederate, I'm going to butcher these names, so bear with me, but Confederate Brigadier General William Barksdale was wounded while leading a charge and brought to the Humbleball House. He died at the house, and some say his voice can still be heard in the house. So this is a two-first story. Another story says Barksdale's wife traveled to Gettysburg to bring her husband's body, and she brought his hunting dog with her. When the dog was taken to his master's grave, he laid on the ground and started to howl. Even after Barksdale's body was exhumed, the dog could not be moved from the spot, even for food, and he died there. People say that the dog still lingers on the grounds of the Hummingball house, and on the anniversary of Barksdale's death, he howls his mourning. So that's a really sad story. (laughs) With the dog died mourning his master, and then is still mourning his master post-death. So... You guys tell me, again, is the animal kingdom capable of haunting and, and ghostly entities, or is it just something that we want to be a thing because we don't want to say bye to our pets? Um, I'm kind of starting to believe that it's it's the former, and that there's something to these animals coming back and hanging out. So I don't know. This is, this is going to be a shorter episode of Paranormal Activities this week. I'm going to go ahead and, and wrap it up. This is basically just my coming back. I was off the last two weeks unexpectedly, but hey, I was tired and stuff was going on. So 
that's how it goes. I will be coming back here soon again next week. I'll be I'm back to my weekly routine here every Monday and Tuesdays. I'll be releasing new episodes from Mondays or Tuesdays, I should say. If you guys want to come on, I would love to have you, man. I'd love to have your your paranormal pet stories. I would love to have any kind of paranormal activity, actually. You know, whether it be at your homes, works, places you have visited, whether if you've gone ghost hunting, if you're a paranormal investigator, if you have any kind of background or any kind of story that relates to the paranormal, I'd love to hear it. I'd love to do another UFO episode. I did a UFO episode a couple of months ago, and I loved doing that episode. I had multiple people on. It was a great time. Um, Bigfoot. I would love to get some Bigfoot stories, guys. I have zero, and uh, I want some. I've never seen Bigfoot, but I'm going on a camping trip uh, in July in Minnesota, and uh, I would like to see Bigfoot there. So maybe I'll have my own Bigfoot story come July. We will see. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, any kind of monster. I don't. I, this is something I never really believed in, uh, but I'm starting to. I think <laughs> for some weird reason, I've been reading about him and stuff. I'm like, man, that could be. I guess. All kinds of weird theories and, and stories and a lot of similar stories that kind of validate one another. So I don't know, guys. But yeah, any kind of paranormal stories, I would love to have you on. So please email me at paranormalaxpodcast at gmail.com. That is paranormalaxpodcast at gmail.com. Also follow me on Facebook, Twitter. All of my links are below, patreon.com. Uh, I, I am currently banned from Facebook for the next three weeks. <laughs> I got banned last week for a month for nonsense. I wasn't even trying to be funny. I just made a joke, and Facebook was like, nope. So I can't uh, comment or post anything on Facebook on my Facebook page, uh, Paranormal Activities. But I'm still good to go on Twitter, Instagram, Patreon. Uh, so please uh, hook me up. Hook up. I don't know. That's not the right way to say that, but... Come and hang out with me on the social medias. Again, all the links are posted below. And again, I am also associated with thebuzz.com. Uh, it's a newer website. A lot of the guys from the old website still still trucking. Awesome podcast over there. RSH, which I'm a part of. Marital Nonsense, which I'm a part of. The Shit Show podcast, which you guys should all pay attention to because it is true crime and is a good time. All kinds of sports shows, all kinds of wrestling shows, all kinds of entertaining shows. So check them all out over there. We got audio podcast, video podcast, and all kinds of uh, written articles. So it's a good time over there at The Buzz. So again, hope you all enjoyed the show tonight. Uh, please feel free to leave me some comments. Feel free to leave me some reviews. I would love those as well. I'm always begging for comments and reviews because I'm a beggar. <laughs> but all right guys hope you all enjoyed the show and i will see you next time let's just keep learning together